Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. He's near 70 on Friday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 53 in Potomac, 53 in Tyson. At 459. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson coming up. Developing news. A vote is expected soon in the House to try to keep the government open beyond Friday night. A large crowd gathered on the National Mall in support of Israel and the current war with Hamas will have team coverage. Also ahead. A local high school gets a new name. I'm Scott Gelman. Things are bad for D.C. restaurants. Get ready for major changes on 8th Street and Northeast. I'm John Doman. Have you been missing the snow? Well, we actually could get some this winter. The Dow up 490, NASDAQ up 327, S&P on the day was up 84. And the Capitals host the defending Stanley Cup champions, the Vegas Golden Knights. It is 5 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks. Hamas is reportedly considering the release of about 80 hostages in exchange for a five-day ceasefire. It comes as we learn where some of those hostages have been held. CBS's Sabrina Singh. We do have information that Hamas and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad uses some hospitals in the Gaza Strip, including the Al-Shifa Hospital, as a way to conceal and support their military operations and hold hostages. They have tunnels underneath these hospitals. But conditions in Gaza are deteriorating fast. Dr. Thayer Ahmad. It's actually a quite frantic scenario because there are several people in the Shifa hospital who are just using it for sheltering, but there are also about 2,000 patients there who need care, many of whom are in critical condition. And so we're talking about dying a slow and painful death unless there's some sort of intervention that occurs immediately. Tens of thousands of demonstrators marched in solidarity with Israel today in Washington. The more people that show up, the more voice that you have. We're about unity. We're about being together. We're about showing support. The needs of Israel continue to grow. We stand with Israel and we are proud to be Jewish. On Capitol Hill. I rise in support of H.R. 6363, the Further Continuing Appropriations Act. Tennessee Republican Chuck Fleischman voicing support for House Speaker Mike Johnson's two-part spending proposal, which members are expected to vote on today to avoid a government shutdown. The deadline is Friday at midnight. A Senate hearing almost turned into Fight Club today. It seemed more like a playground than a Senate committee hearing as Oklahoma Republican Mark Wayne Mullen challenged Teamsters President Sean O'Brien to a fight after reading O'Brien's tweets out loud, calling him a clown. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, oh, stop it. Mullen stood up to fight and committee chair Bernie Sanders steps in. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Oh, okay. okay. Sit down, please. The fight was averted. Allison Keyes, CBS News, Washington. In Britain, an arrest over a hockey player's death. I'm Vicki Barker in London. Police in Yorkshire say they've arrested a man on suspicion of manslaughter over the death of 29-year-old Nottingham Panthers player Adam Johnson. The U.S.-born Johnson died last month after his neck was slashed by the blade of an opposing player, widely identified at the time as Sheffield Steeler Matt Petgrave. Police will only say their suspect remains in custody. And Chelsea women's soccer manager Emma Hayes has officially been hired as a new head coach of the U.S. women's national team. Her terms haven't been disclosed, but the U.S. Soccer Federation confirms she's now the highest paid women's soccer coach in the world. This is CBS News. 
Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. It's 5.03 on Tuesday, November the 14th. The sun is going down and temperatures are starting to drop a bit now. In the region, we are in the low to mid-50s. Good afternoon. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour. Thousands gathered along the National Mall this afternoon for the March for Israel, where they demanded Hamas release hostages in Gaza. And the leaders here in the U.S. condemn rising anti-Semitism. WTOP's Nick Ionelli was among the crowd, and he begins our team coverage. What's your main message here? Most important, bring the hostages home. There were thousands on the National Mall wearing the colors of the Israeli flag, so it looked like a sea of white and blue. Some literally wore the Israeli flag on their back like a cape. Others held signs that said, free the hostages. The more people that show up, the more voice that you have. We're about unity. We're about being together. We're about showing support. This was a horrific terrorist attack on October 7th. The needs of Israel continue to grow. We are here to advocate for the Jewish community and ensure that the hostages are freed immediately and let everyone know that we stand with Israel and we are proud to be Jewish. On the National Mall, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Well, some of those who were part of today's rally tell WTOP's Mike Marillo they thought it was a success. Felt like we were united. People cared for one another. 17-year-old Jonathan Freed from Los Angeles came all the way to D.C. today with other students from his school to show his support for Israel. And he says they felt like they accomplished what they came here to do today. Coming here, it really showed me the support that Israel has behind them and like how many people really care like me. And it felt really nice knowing I'm not going to be alone like going through this. Dimitri and Vicky Furman came here from Chicago and they say it was awe-inspiring being in the crowd. Standing with us. Standing with us, yeah. We're standing with our people and we see support from all over the places for our people and it's uh, very emotional, very touching for us. Along the National Mall near the U.S. Capitol, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. There are still maybe some lingering traffic issues downtown. We'll have the latest with Dave Dildine during traffic and weather on the 8th. 5.05 other news this afternoon. Construction is expected to start next month on an interchange in Fairfax County that leaders say carries about 64,000 cars a day. Fairfax Now reports the state awarded a nearly $50 million contract to a Roanoke company to start construction on the Fairfax County Parkway and Pope's Head Road. Three roundabouts are planned for that intersection, along with a couple of bridges. Those new ways to get around will replace the current intersection and traffic lights. Now, state leaders tell the news website drivers can wait as much as five minutes at the light at that intersection during peak drive times. The roundabouts should allow traffic to flow more freely. Construction is expected to be wrapped up by 2026. A Fairfax County high school is cutting ties with its namesake, with who had who had ties that is to segregation. It's inspiring, and I think it has an opportunity. That's how Fairfax County School Board member Carl Frisch describes changing the name of W. T. Woodson High School to Carter G. Woodson High School. You know, I've heard some people say we don't even think about the W. T. Well, how special will it be to be able to? think about the name of the school and be inspired. The change comes after documents revealed the school's namesake, Wilbert Tucker Woodson, supported segregation. Carter G. Woodson is often credited with creating the first journals of African-American history.
Ferry. The school board voted unanimously to approve the name change after public feedback. Board member Riccardi Anderson. There's a poetic justice here in terms of coming full circle with the name Woodson. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. D.C. restaurants say they are struggling right now for a lot of reasons. That could mean some big changes to your dining experience in the future. The cost of food, materials, labor and rent, everything really has gone up a lot. Everybody raising prices or adding service fees or whatever they're doing to try to combat this, I'm not sure that's helping when people have decided, you know what, I just don't need to go out all the time. Tony Tomeldon's a partner in two restaurants and the owner of The Pug, a bar on 8th Street. Crime is definitely a, a considerable factor. Greg Caston's part of a group that owns high-end spots in different neighborhoods. A restaurant can only do so much to control the perception of crime and danger. I think that we are, unfortunately, going to go towards fast casual and big chains. And your menu is completely automated. On 8th Street in Northeast, John Dome in WTOP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. More restaurant reshuffling at Reston Town Center. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 5.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather. On the 8th, let's go to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Leaving the district, it's a surge of outbound traffic as the crowds from the rally and uh, evening commuters hit the freeways. Slow but orderly. Slow but orderly. From the Whitehurst to the southeast-southwest freeway toward the Potomac and Anacostia River Bridges. Inbound traffic slow across the 14th Street Bridge, but literally right this very second, watching as uh, crews in the snow plows and dump trucks move off of the freeway ramps and reopen and restore access to Lower 14th Street and the 12th Street Expressway. I think they just did it. Yep, they're open. So we are clearing the uh, crowd control closures uh, this hour. Late last hour, authorities did reopen Constitution and Independence uh, in Pennsylvania Avenues. The 9th Street Tunnel reopened last hour as well. In Montgomery County, Maryland, Route 200 eastbound, still slow near Lay Hill Road, but the front of the line is moving. The car fire extinguished and cleared to the right shoulder near New Hampshire Avenue. Westbound near New Hampshire Avenue without delay, but the left lane is still blocked as crash cleanup continues in the westbound direction. 95, 29, and the BW Parkway still slow, leaving Hanover and Columbia. Residual delays and bailout following a longstanding incident in Laurel on the interstate, which cleared some time ago. Lanes on 95 remain open. 270 northbound slowest through Gaithersburg. Lots of congestion around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia. In Virginia, uneventful. 66 westbound, of course, slow in many stretches. During this evening rush hour, likewise on 395 and 95. Many southbound slowdowns from Washington to Woodbridge with the southbound travel lanes remaining open. Now, during the BMW Black Friday sales event, lease an all-electric 2024 BMW i5 eDrive 40 for $719 per month. Details at BMWCenters.com. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. The forecast now from 7 News First Alert, meteorologist Steve Rudin. Mainly clear skies moving through the evening and into the overnight as temperatures drop to the upper 20s to middle 30s by early tomorrow morning. Wednesday, middle of the work and school week promises to be pretty nice, partly sunny skies. Temperatures around 60 degrees. Middle to upper 60s on Thursday with a mix of sun and clouds. Tracking a cold front on Friday. Ahead of the front, mid-60s to around 70. Chance for a few showers by evening. Cooler for the weekend. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we are looking at temperatures starting to dip. We're at 54 DuPont Circle, 53 in Germantown. 
We've got 55 in Annandale, and we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. The market's like the latest inflation report. Consumer prices in October were unchanged, and the annual pace of inflation slowed to 3.2%. Yield on a 10-year Treasury dropped below 4.5% at two-month low. Chrysler parent company Stellantis is offering buyouts to half of its non-union workers its second round of white-collar buyouts this year. Restaurant turnover at Reston Town Center continues. French restaurant Mon Ami Gabi is closing after 15 years. Clyde's closed its restaurant at Reston Town Center last year. Fogo de Chon opened there last year. Wine Focus Restaurant 60 Vines will open at Reston Town Center next month. The Dow finished today up 490 points. The S&P 500 index up 85. That's 2%. The Nasdaq up 326 points, almost 2.5%. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Whole Foods Market. Shop Whole Foods Market. Prime members get three sixty five dollars by Whole Foods Market organic frozen whole turkey for $2.99 per pound through January 2nd. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Coming up on WTOP. Crossroads of a crisis. The extraordinary connection between Israel and Ukraine. I'm J.J. Green. It's 512. Tonight, inside the NFL has an exclusive new home, DCW 50. Touchdown! With new host, Ryan Clark. It was once the show that the pros watched. Now, it's the show for everyone. An analysis from Chris Long, Channing Crowder. It is the survival of the fittest. Jay Cutler and Chad Johnson. The boys ain't playing. The all-new inside the NFL. Tonight at 8, now on DCW 50. DC News Now has five locations across the DMV. We cover more news from all throughout the region to respond better to breaking news, cover more of your local communities, and provide you with traffic and weather for the whole DMV. News is happening all around the DMV, and DC News Now represents that better than anyone else. Join us on DC News Now. Visit dcnewsnow.com or check your local TV listings. The U.S. needs a pro-growth, pro-family tax code, which is exactly what we got with the passage of the historic Tax Cuts and Jobs Act in 2017. But recent changes in the law have hit American businesses with huge tax increases, while historically high inflation makes life less affordable for American families. Congress can help American families and businesses by restoring critical provisions of the 2017 tax law and passing a child tax credit to give families needed relief. But it needs to act now. These fixes will help create jobs, promote innovation, and keep U.S. businesses competitive in the global economy while also supporting American families. It's a win for the American economy and a win for American families. Learn more at NTU.org and urge Congress to act now. Congress, pass a tax extenders deal to strengthen our economy and families. 
Paid for by the National Taxpayers Union, NTU.org. Ace Photo Dominion Camera Customer Appreciation Day is this Saturday, November 18th from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Nikon representative Derek Skaggs is in Ashburn and will walk you through all the new Nikon mirrorless camera and Z lenses. Get your hands on a new retro Nikon Zia full-frame camera and a 135-millimeter Plena F1.8 portrait lens. Nikon Black Friday Instant Savings ends on November 30th. Get the best Nikon prices on our Customer Appreciation Day. Learn more at acephoto.net. Nikon Inc. Limited Warranty Included. Call 703 Coming up, the Stanley Cup champs are in town to face the Caps. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. For 80 years, WEPA has offered group term life insurance coverage to help support the health, welfare, and financial well-being of civilian federal employees. Current and former feds enjoy up to $1.5 million in coverage at rates designed exclusively for you. And with full portability, this coverage is yours to keep, even if you change jobs or retire. See why 46,000 feds choose WEPA to be there for life's biggest moments. Visit WAEPA.org to learn more. WEPA. For feds, by feds. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. By 15, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. A remarkable connection between the war in Ukraine, the conflict between Israel and Hamas, and the Holocaust. Three of the most tragic events in modern history. But unfortunately, the world is missing out on key developments. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green has more from Poland in our series Crossroads of a Crisis. I'm here at Auschwitz-Birkenau on a tour. Uh, The final evacuation of this camp took place on the 17th of January, 1945. There are mind-boggling examples of how Jews were tortured at this concentration camp. There's an extraordinary commonality between the war in Ukraine and the Israel-Hamas conflict. It's the Holocaust, much of which was perpetrated in occupied Poland during World War II. We've never thought that we'll see such scenes in Israel. Aviva Raz Schechter is a senior ambassador with Israel's Ministry of Foreign Affairs. These scenes only remind us of the Holocaust. And if you've been anywhere near a smartphone, a TV, a computer, or a tablet, you probably have seen the images. Entire families murdered, just as was the case in Ukraine. And during the Holocaust, people tortured, just like in Ukraine and during the Holocaust. And even with all the devices, platforms, and sources available to us, since the October 7th massacre in Israel... You'll notice that for the first, I don't know, two and a half, three weeks, there wasn't a single article about Putin's crimes in Ukraine. Bo Browder, head of the global Magnitsky justice campaign fighting corruption, and a man that the Kremlin and Vladimir Putin have tried desperately to capture. 95% of the world's attention, the media attention, is now focused on the Middle East. And as a result... This invasion by Hamas of Israel and the subsequent retaliation by Israel is just a dream for Vladimir Putin. Coming up in my next report, as Ukraine struggles to keep U.S. support, the FBI uncovers a new Russian-sponsored anti-Ukraine influence campaign in the U.S. The Russian intelligence agencies are working really hard. J.J. Green, WTOP News. And you can read more at WTOP.com. Search National Security. Quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. 
Three and a half days left to avoid a government shutdown. We're following the action tonight in the House. Meantime, things got tense on the Hill, and Oklahoma Senator challenged the president of the Teamsters Union to fight during a hearing. And former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy accused of elbowing a fellow Republican congressman in the back. And for several hours, a pro-Israel march took over the National Mall. Participants tell WTOP they're proud that Jewish people are so unified. Keep it here for full details of these stories in the minutes ahead. WTOP's traffic and weather together. Let's go to Dave Dildine in the traffic center. Downtown on the National Mall, a few numbered streets remain closed as the uh, teardown following the March for Israel uh, begins. Leaving D.C., it's a large outpouring of visitors and rally goers. Heavy traffic on the freeways outbound toward the Potomac and Anacostia River bridges. Uh, of course, slow going eastbound on 395 and 695 across the 11th Street Bridge to go north on D.C. 295. Lots of uh, tour buses are coming out on the Whitney Young Bridge from RFK toward 295. All of the major arterials are open. Constitution Avenue, it's crowded, but it's open. The 9th Street Tunnel is open. The 12th Street Tunnel just opened during our last traffic report about 10 minutes ago, and Independence Avenue remained open throughout the event. So did the 3rd Street Tunnel. But again, slow going uh, this way and that way, but especially outbound this evening as uh, the attendees mix with our evening commuters. Southbound in Virginia on 395, volume delays out of Arlington toward the Alexandria exits. It's a very slow time of it around the Capitol Beltway, but it's been uh, relatively uneventful. Rush hour traffic is thick. The pace is slow. Through Montgomery, Fairfax and Prince George's counties, but there are no major lane blocking incidents on the Beltway or even beyond through the Maryland and Virginia suburbs. 270-95 Baltimore-Washington Parkway, very crowded between the Beltways. There was a long-standing incident on 95 and Laurel. That was resolved earlier, but we still haven't quite recovered from that. Route 50 eastbound, just brief delays near the South River and I-97, but good to go at the Bay Bridge. A Prince William County commuter stuck in traffic on I-66. Again, find a better way at pwcva.gov slash my66commute. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Now let's get the 7 News First Alert forecast. We're joined by meteorologist Mark Pena. Mark, take us through tonight and the rest of the week, I guess. Yeah, it's looking pretty good. We just have a few things to talk about towards the end of the week. But for tonight, looking mainly clear. Temperatures falling into the upper 20s to lower 30s. So expect some frost on your car, your yards by early tomorrow morning, especially areas outside the Beltway. Tomorrow, though, afternoon-wise, looking very similar to today. We'll have mostly sunny skies. Temperatures back to around 60 degrees, which is right around our seasonal average for today. Tomorrow, we'll begin to see those winds shift from the south, though. So that'll be uh, making for a more milder night, overnight winds early Thursday. The warming trend continues into Thursday afternoon with mostly sunny skies, temperatures in the mid to upper 60s. And by Friday, we're seeing mostly two partly cloudy skies with a few showers possible in the afternoon as our next storm system makes its way through. Right now, rain chances be uh, continuing to trend drier, so not a washout by any means, maybe just a few sprinkles here and there. Rainfall amounts, our, our forecast models are spitting out about a quarter of an inch of rain or less. All this is out of here by your Saturday afternoon, so any outdoor plans you have going on should go off with a hitch. Temperatures come down behind the system as well with highs in the low to mid 50s for Saturday and Sunday. Outside, uh, again, really pleasant evening. Temperatures cooling off now. The sun is set. I got 55 at this hour in downtown D.C., 55 in Fairland, and I got 52 in Tyson's. All right. Thanks, Mark. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same day service seven days a week. Still ahead on WTOP, the election was a week ago. We've been waiting for a key result in Loudoun County. We'll bring you the latest 521. At Easy Cater, we get it. Ordering food for work means you have to deal with this. 
Client meeting on Tuesday. Client wants Taco Tuesday. 19 people need vegan options. Our budget just got slashed. Meeting is now Monday. What about Mediterranean? Client still wants Taco. Claire has a nut allergy. Gluten free. Under oh, budget. Is there vegan Tacos for a client meeting? Just use Easy Cater. Food for work delivered on time as ordered with a huge variety. 100,000 restaurants, one platform. Order 24 7 at easycater.com. For over 86 years, GEHA Government Employees Health Association has offered medical and dental benefits designed to meet the unique needs of federal employees and retirees, military retirees, and their families. With over 2 million members and growing, GEHA continues to serve those members and families who serve all of us every day. GEHA Government Employees Health Association, your friend in federal since 1937. We know federal because we only provide benefits for federal. Visit GEHA.com today. Today's innovation in government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. Chris Townsend, the vice president of U.S. public sector sales at Elastic, says agencies have to take search to the data rather than bring the data to the search tools. The thinking for a long time is, hey, we have to bring all this data back to a common data store or a centralized location and search it in that way. And it's just not practical for a lot of our large, complex public sector customers. You know, you hear the DOD talk a lot now about their data mesh strategy, right? And the idea of data mesh is to be able to take the analytics and the search to the data where the data resides and then bring just the relevant information back. If you look at CIS's decision to standardize an elastic on the CDM dashboard, for example, you have 200 disparate agencies. You want to be able to do that data analysis at those agencies and just bring the relevant information back to the CDM dashboard. Let Elastic, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Learn more at kerasoft.com slash innovation. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 523. We have breaking news about election 2023 here on WTOP one week later. In the Loudoun County Commonwealth's attorney race, the latest tally shows Republican Bob Anderson has defeated incumbent Democrat Buta Bibberai. As of late this afternoon, Anderson led with 300 votes after provisional and mail-in ballots have been counted. The two went head-to-head in a very close election. The Office of Elections in Loudoun County has confirmed the results tonight with Anderson winning. With the razor-thin margin, Bibberai's office can request a recount, and we are waiting to hear whether that will happen. The family of a three-year-old American being held hostage by Hamas in Gaza is now speaking out. Liz Hirsch-Naftali tells NBC's Lester Holt her great-niece Abigail hid under her father's body after he was killed by Hamas. We learned that Abigail actually had crawled out from under her father's body and full of his blood went to a neighbor and they took her in. And she went in the bomb shelter with this family and the husband went out to try to protect the kibbutz and he was injured and didn't come back. And the next thing, the last thing we learned was that somebody saw uh, the terrorist taking this mother, her three kids, and Abigail out of the kibbutz. And that's all we know. NBC News spoke with 12 families with a relative being held hostage. The interviews will be on next hour on the NBC Nightly News, actually an hour and a half from now, starting at 7 o'clock on NBC4. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. George here to talk some Caps news. Let's do it. Capitals hosting the Golden Knights uh, tonight at Capital One Arena. 
the Stanley Cup champs in town. They get to go to the White House. Then you get to come over and play some hockey. That's how usually all it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vegas 12-2-1 on the year. They're first in the Pacific. Capitals have won six of the last eight. They are currently third in the Metropolitan Division, coming off the win the other day, in which Ovi had a couple of goals. See what happens tonight, just after 7 o'clock. Wizards off till tomorrow, as they um, as they still haven't scored, by the way, since last night, the way at the end of that game. Last night, 0 for 9. Five turnovers in the last seven minutes, 21 to 1 run by 